You're welcome. <laughs> it's been a minute. I ain't gonna be like, you know what? We're late, but I mean, blessed <laughs> by <laughs> our <laughs> presence. <laughs> like, what? Bless up. You're welcome. Like what? Ah, Thrill, how you doing, bro? I'm doing all right. How have you been? I've been good. Yeah. I feel like you don't text, you don't call. Oh man, I'm one of I was those all people. sad. I'm like, maybe you don't like me no more. Uh, I'm one of those people. Well, I just I got a new phone probably like a month ago. He don't like so you. That's all. My, <laughs> my, my storage stuff be acting up, so I always got to keep my pictures deleted and just upload them to the cloud to make sure I got space. Is that the reason? Yeah, I think What's that's the reason. Uh, a lot of pictures. You ain't gotta of, say that. You know that, right? Okay, I didn't okay. Know. <laughs> I was gonna be honest. Always being transparent. That, that's, that's how you know. Ain't nothing bad on his phone. <laughs> I was gonna say a bunch of pictures of me and my nephew just like making silly faces. Duh. And uh, I make my own memes sometimes. So uh, a lot of those probably. Dog, yeah. this boy is actually like Facebook famous. <laughs> oh like, yeah. yes. <laughs> When did you have like seven hundred shares? It was yeah. like eight hundred and something. I'm like, bro, it went up to like a thousand, like two days later. It so, did, uh, yeah. Which one was that? The one where uh, you say they ask you? No, they said I like your Detroit accent. Say something else, and I said Bilal. <laughs> <laughs> I got a thousand shares. Yeah, it was off of that Dexter's Laboratory thing that's been going around. What was that one? Uh, they was talking about like egg, like cheese omelets. Omelette dude from yeah. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Omelette <laughs> dude from That's crazy. Man, mm. I've just been trying to not get in trouble, man. Okay. I got in trouble for getting a new phone recently. Yeah. Mm. It's you like fucked that. up the budget, bro. I, I, so what happened was. Oh, shit. I, can, I think I can share this. <laughs> Hopefully she don't listen this week. Um. So basically... <laughs> We had insurance on our phones, but when she switched her cards because she lost her old card or something happened, she never switched it on the account. So what happened was they didn't recognize the card, so they canceled the insurance. Uh-huh. So I went to go replace my phone for being damaged. They're like, oh, well, your insurance lapsed, so you can't get nothing, big fella. Mm. So I just look at him, why you ain't check your email? Sir? I'm like, wait, 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 wait. It's my fault. All right, that's my fault. Cool. So I went to go get a new phone, and now she's pissed at me because I spent too much money on a new phone. Mm-hmm. Like, if you would have just updated the stuff, we'd be good. <laughs> all this could have been prevented. It all be so simple. Yeah. But you was living your best life at the time, though. I, I mean, yeah, it was like my birthday weekend. I went checking out email on my birthday. Yeah. But. Honey, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it boils down to. That's <laughs> it. Because we ain't winning this one. Yeah. I had to make it up in overtime, so I'm working tomorrow. So it's That's all cool. good. That's cool. Handled. Mm-hmm. So, if you didn't know by now, we have one of our favorite guests here. Hey, y'all. <laughs> the ever so busy, I work my ass off, so I got to change my hair five times a day because it's stressful <laughs> out here in these streets. I really don't. You do. I don't. Listen. I be bald as fuck. <laughs> and then I just put on a wig. Like, well, you ain't bald as fuck today. <laughs> no, not today. <laughs> Madam EP in the building. What's going on, homies? Hey, we're back. It's great to it's have been you a back. While. I know. I'm like, damn. This month has launched like two podcasts, yeah. <laughs> interviewed like several thousand people, <laughs> traveled the world. Yeah. Tried so many different products. Right. And yeah. foods. Yep. Ooh, smell me. Smell me, bro. <laughs> like a candle. Candle, <laughs> <laughs> like a good candle, though. Lemon pound cake. I'm sorry. Lemon pound cake. <laughs> yes. Dang. You smell it like 
But right. anyway, yay, I'm glad to be back. Like, I'm so proud of y'all. Y'all be, like, flourishing and shit. <laughs> I'm trying, man. <laughs> <laughs> this joke is rough. We yeah. actually got our production team together. We finally got an actual studio yet, so shout out to the production team. Yeah, because I was tired of that bullshit. Man, dog. Rich was so aggravated the last oh. time. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't working out. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm back. Just hanging out. So what you been t- up to? Like, you, you got... You not only have one podcast, you have two podcasts. So I'm st- okay. First of all, I'm trying to catch up with y'all. So it's <laughs> matters and she too, because that's the one I'm on. Um, because SoundCloud, like, hey, we you running out of time? I was like, ooh, that's money. So I haven't, I haven't upgraded in like two months. Dog, come on, big fella. I'm working on it, but um, I've just still been on Instagram, just talking about money. Um, I did a workshop with uh, Delta Sigma Theta actually like last month. That's what's up. Like, I saw that picture. Yeah, yeah, it was just like dope, like a room full of like black women just trying to get their shit together. Uh-huh. So that was dope. Um, and I've just been doing like Nesby, like all the social media stuff. Like register mm-hmm. if you and <laughs> Nesby register now because there like, you go. Listen. <laughs> One of the Doing biggest, my job now. <laughs> one of the biggest and blackest engineering conventions is coming to Detroit. Yes. I'm excited. I'm a part of it. And so, I mean, yeah. Like, y'all got until November 30th. That's it. I don't know how many other ways I can tell y'all <laughs> <laughs> to get y'all coins together. That part. I'm actually going to Boston next Friday okay. to uh, Region 1's convention. I mean, not convention, shit, uh, conference. <laughs> See, convention on the brain. Sorry, FRC. <laughs> so just to, you know, tell them about convention, what's good, what's coming. So, yeah. That's what's up. Keeping it pushing. Madam EP is the busiest person I know now. No. You've been uh, you've been outranked. Okay. No, I'm, yeah, no. That's, that's no, cool. no. That's I cool. still <laughs> answer my phone. Oh. Jarrell <laughs> go off the grid living hey, his uh, best life. My app doesn't load the way it's supposed to load, so therefore I don't get messages. Uh-huh. Jarrell be like, I'm still alive. Hey, uh, yeah, I'm still alive. <laughs> he be like, I just got your messages. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually don't know who's worse, him or Jessica. Okay. Uh, I think that's a... Uh, Rock, paper, scissors, uh, match waiting to happen. I think it depends on what's going on. I got to do better then. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't going to talk about it. We'll, we'll wait till she come on, too. We'll, yeah. we'll get into that later. I like that one post you made last week, Kayla, about um, budgeting. Like, you, you put together a spreadsheet and was like, over, like, eight months, you could save this amount of money. Mm-hmm. And uh, you were talking about, like, you could, like, pay down a car. I think you, you formulated it to where someone could save, like, $18,000 in, like, nine months or something like that. Yeah, it was, like, $18,800 in seven months. Seven months. Yeah. Okay. Damn. I got to go back and read that again. (laughs) (laughs) I got to get that. (laughs) I know I've legit done something like that, but Mm -hmm. it's all going to dead anyway. So I really don't see it, but Mm -hmm. I do see the effects of it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm actually kind of happy about, like, getting my my life together when it comes to finances. Like, actually, my friend and I, um, Phil, we went to Barnes & Noble, and I actually bought him, like, a book about, like, budgeting one-on-one. Um, because I feel like the best way to just like get through finances, if you don't know what the fuck is going on, <laughs> is to like educate yourself first and find something, whether it's like you read about it, you listen to it, or you watch it. Um, and then he texted me last night, like, hey, yo, I'm actually not falling asleep reading this shit. So I was like, that's cool. <laughs> that's good. Like, that's good. Yeah, that's a win. <laughs> it's not that bad, fellas. Yeah, no, it's, you can do it. 
You can do cool. it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, while we're here, we'll get into the important reason we're really, really here. We'll catch up later because, yeah, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So, basically, we're continuing our discussion about the five stresses of black men. And last week, last time we talked about um, family and relationships. This week, we're actually going to talk about money and finances. Right. Um, I'm doing a bird man right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rubbing the mugs together. <laughs> so, as you may know, when it comes to money and finances, especially for black men, it's so many like myths, rumors, lies, um, <laughs> just different things about you know just how we I handle money. Ready. You just said lies. <laughs> Listen, it I'm just saying it all is the same. So. I guess I'll kind of go around. Um, I kind of know some of the answers, but I'll get into it anyway. So, what are you? What? How do you do when it comes to money? So, uh, for me, it was different. I had like a, a a cushion of support when it came to money. Um, just like growing up and like coming of age. So, when I was like eighteen through like twenty two, until I graduated high, graduated college, I always lived with my parents. So I didn't have I didn't have like a rent payment or you know a mortgage payment or anything like that. I didn't have like on campus staying expenses things like that. Um, but once I made that transition um, of being you know a graduate and eventually being like a husband having our own place, <laughs> a lot of a lot of things uh, like got intense. I should say, not like in a bad way, but it was more like oh shoot. I have like actual due dates now. <laughs> like before, it was like, oh, this is like seven ninety nine for Netflix. Okay, eighty for my phone bill. Oh, I want a pair of shoes. Okay, I got enough for those. You know, it was simple stuff. It was like once, but now it's like, no, you have to pay Quicken this amount of money on like before the fifteenth every month. Car insurance, auto insurance, all those things. Mm. Um, so dealing with that is like. You know, I have a wife, so me and her, we both came together and was like, this is everything that we have between, you know, her working and me working. Um, This is our days that we get paid. So we just had to sit down and work out. We have, like, a calendar that we put on the wall every month. Um, And we say, like, okay, this comes out this day. All of these come out this day. I get paid this day, so we're going to make those payments after the second, you know, checks that I get or she gets for that month. So it's just more about being organized and not uh, allowing yourself to just, like – like, before I would be like, oh – um, you know, Netflix comes out, this comes out. I didn't care because it was like such small payments, but now it's just like, no, you got like big boy payments now. So <laughs> <laughs> you can't just be falling back. So. Oh, these is bills, bills. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just a little pay bills. Right. Like, uh, a Walmart uh, card bill. Like, right, nah, right. Like that. Yeah. That's what's up. Mm. You seem like very mature when it comes to your money. I try to be, man. It's it's still an everyday like thing of like, no, you don't need a McGriddle Monday. You don't need <laughs> Tim Hortons Tuesday. <laughs> you don't I need Tim Hortons on Tuesday. <laughs> I just rolled here with some KFC. <laughs> <laughs> right, I try to buy my I try to buy my lunches and prepare them. So mm. I, in my head, I'm thinking I'm saving money, but I, it's like sometimes I'll overdo it for lunch, and then I'm like, I could have just got a five dollar box from Popeyes, and you know. Mm-hmm. But mm. I'm trying to always balance it. So. Well, I know little budget right here. My homie, little budget. <laughs> she hey. be out here with just the keys. So like, how are you with money now? I am definitely way better <laughs> with money than how I was almost two years ago. Um, from going, like, just being like, I'm cashy, bitch, like, every check, <laughs> and, like, wondering, like, where did it all go? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. To now, it's like, 
if I don't budget, I have anxiety. Mm. If I'm not thinking ahead, um, then I I just feel like I have no clue what's going on. Like I feel like if I'm not doing that method all the time, then I can just easily like slip back into old habits. So I budget uh I almost said bi monthly. I can't talk right now. <laughs> bi weekly. Sip um, the drink, Kaylee. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I budget uh, bi weekly. Um and any debt that I'm trying to like knock out, like I've now been doing Excel sheets before I would do it by hand, but now if I'm trying to um, project a timeline in terms of like, for instance, me paying off my lease uh, for my uh, car, I'm like, oh yeah, I can bang that out by January. Cool. To buy it out, like to buy the actual car, I was like, whoo, that's a big chunk of money that I've mm-hmm. never saved before. Right. Um, and actually had no intention of spending. So I'm like, <laughs> how does that work? So um, definitely use Excel for that. That's going to take like seven months. Um, and after that, I'll do the same thing for paying off my student loans. So because I do post about it a lot, because I want people to see what um, methods they could try in terms of like getting their finances together, whether they're paying off debt or not, just budgeting <laughs> in the first place. Um, I give myself a schedule like, oh, you know, what's the article that I've read today? Like, what can I post about? Or a video that I watched. Um, a tip that I've seen that might help somebody. So I'm always on social media, like just posting my journey and uh, things that I feel people should take away from like my experiences so that they don't fuck up like the way <laughs> I did. So don't be like me, big Don't fella. do <laughs> the shit I did. No, no, um, big fella. You cashy, big fella. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I definitely, once the bill is paid off, like I check it off in my budget notebook. I'm like, it's done, out of the way. Um, I do have a calendar in my phone with all my bills. It's repetitive. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way, as I'm going through my budget, I'm not missing anything. I definitely miss my DTE bill. Like this, this check. That happened <laughs> I was like, again. Oh no, <laughs> it did happen again. Shut up. But that was hilarious, bro. <laughs> but I had, I was saving money for Black Friday, uh-huh. and the bill was like sixty bucks, and I, I had put away like two hundred. So I was like, damn. But it was like it was easy for me to like rectify the mistake because i had just budgeted like already so it was like oh okay boop 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 and if i didn't have the money in the first place i could have taken it from my emergency fund Boom. of a thousand because it would have been an emergency <laughs> that's right it. Mm-hmm. so um i definitely feel more at ease i definitely feel like um i can definitely talk to people about this it's not like i'm just talking out of my ass it's like right. i've been doing this for like a year and a half now so. it's really been that long hasn't it It has been that long Dog, it like. feels longer <laughs> <laughs> so just a little foreground on this and you can jump on if you ever want mm-hmm. but basically about a, i think early 2017 it was may i know the month that's fair <laughs> like, i remember in 2017 we picked it t- we sat down her my wife and i we were like we need to get our lives together cuz I think we did our taxes, yeah. and we saw we brought in, like, almost <laughs> amount of money. And I was just sitting <laughs> here like, where? Yeah. Where? I started looking at the pillows. I looked in my pocket. I know exactly I what I ain't see mean. none of that shit. So I'm like, all right, something's going on. Like, we need to do a better job of controlling what's going on. And the best thing I think that works for us now is we kind of operate our funds as if we're a business because it literally is like a business. You keep track of your 
cash flow in, cash flow going out, and looking at what you have left over. Because all this debt we got from going to school, mm-hmm. it literally, like, when you first seen the number, I'm just like, bruh, this ain't going to never get paid off. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be paying until I'm, like, 80. <laughs> then I realized I might not make it to 80. So <laughs> we got to do something different. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, we jumped in the whole financial piece, university piece, and, like, literally we all been on, like, our game plans of just – how to manage funds, how not to go crazy on Taco Bell. Shut up, Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> Just like different things of that nature. So um, I'm definitely a lot better with money now. Um, I do feel a sense of guilt if I'm ever to like go out and try to buy some like extra food or whatever oh it may be. But yeah. those moments typically come because if we don't, if like we don't properly plan for meal prepping and it's like Thursday, I'm like, I don't want to spend no money. Don't have a lunch, and I haven't eaten since like eight o'clock this morning, and it's like two o'clock. I need to buy some food, right. mm-hmm. so that type of thing will happen. But other than that, like I feel like I'm a lot better with money now. Now we've gotten that out the way. Are you? I know that we over a certain period of time have come a long way from where our money habits used to be. Um, would anybody like to share with the audience? <laughs> How they've overcome their money struggles. Bitch. Okay. So, <laughs> Elena brought this shit up. And she ain't shit. She brought up how <laughs> I would go to Benihana's like every other Friday. Listen. We called it Benihana's Fridays. I remember ass. this. <laughs> this was so ratchet. We, it was like damn near a year straight of us just going to Benihana's getting, of course, the double fried rice. You know, you can't just yeah. do one bowl. You, yeah, you have to do two. You, you, you know? Absolutely. That's <laughs> And me getting the Benihana punch and being yelling at the chef like, more garlic butter, bitch! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> it, that was easily, just for me, 50 bucks plus, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And when we were doing a Financial Peace University, and what got me was I did my debt at the time, I had like $45,151. Yes, I remember that shit. You better remember and that. <laughs> and I had assets. So assets are like any cash or anything that you can liquidate to make into like quick cash. Um, I had $200. And I was like, oh, my God. Because at the time, I was like, I had graduated. I was making... um like 70k a year mm-hmm. and i was like i have nothing to show for that shit mm-hmm. and you would think like looking from the outside like oh i live on my own i have my own car and shit like that mm-hmm. it was like i have nothing mm-hmm. like if something hits the fan i'm done that's my ass exactly <laughs> like that's it <laughs> Check a little so, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so to me i i realized like i had to change my habits of being prideful of thinking just because i have this money I deserve to spend it, you know. Um, so I definitely, one, tried to prioritize, you know. Like, the bills got to get paid. The bill collector don't give a fuck whether you was trying to, like, you know, get your friends all hype and shit, like, at the bar or whatever, mm-hmm. getting them all drinks and shit. He gas tank on E, all drinks on me type Listen. shit. Like, they don't <laughs> care. The funny thing <laughs> is, the first thing I immediately thought about is uh, Mr. Bill Collector. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that immediately just popped in my head. I don't know that song. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know that song. Homework. <laughs> but, um, Homework, Jarrell. I got you. <laughs> so then, like, it was just like, okay, like, where's my money going? That's the first thing I had to do. It was like, where's my money going? What What the fuck? Mm-hmm. So, um, 
definitely paying more attention to it, being intentional with every dollar. Um, not just being like, oh, I got like, you know, $50 to the side. Yeah. I won't spend it. Yes, the fuck you will. Unless yeah, you, you will. say Especially <laughs> what you want to do. Cash in hand. Like, right. my dog, um, you break it, gone. Right. And I've definitely switched from using my debit card to cash now. Um, I don't, I can't do the swiping shit. Um, it gives me anxiety because then it's like, I don't physically know where I'm at until I check my phone mm-hmm. or like I'm mentally counting all the time, like where I'm at in terms of levels. Um, right. so switching to cash, now I spend less, um, because I'm physically handing over money. So now I try to value more of the things that I want to buy. Right. So I'm like, do you really, do you really need them, uh, Krispy Kreme donuts, girl? Do you? Yes. <laughs> I know. Yes. Okay. I do need get, them, but get I two. Right. Get two instead of a dozen. That you know, because <laughs> then it's like that's that's three dollars compared to I think a dozen's like uh Becker's dozen. nine, like eight nine bucks or something like that. Okay. Something weird. But um, yeah, just just like slowing the roll <laughs> in terms of um you know being chunky and shit like that because that was my main issue like. I would not cook at home to mm-hmm. save my ass. Like, it would be like, yeah, I can make some chicken Alfredo, but that's basic big shit. Like, I want to go big. <laughs> like, I want to, like, get gumbo and shit, whatever. What um, was that you had shared that time? It was like, you get extra bougie when you uh, when you get paid. Like, yes. I don't want this gumbo. <laughs> yeah. Everything in the fridge look nasty. <laughs> right, like, I don't want this. I want this. Um, and I guess, like, a habit now for me is just being honest. Mm-hmm. Um, especially posting all the shit I do on social media. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't just be like, I just feel weird leaving out certain things. Like, if I fuck up, I fuck up, you know? But right. fuck ups are bound to happen. So it's kind of like, okay, how do you change this mistake into something positive, you mm-hmm. know? Like, how can people learn from your mistakes? So I try to make that a, a habit in terms of just being open and honest about it because I don't want people to just see the good, all the good and none of the bad, yeah. especially um, if they're new to this. Because, uh, I, like I said, I've been doing this a year and a half, and sometimes I still fuck up. So, yeah. um, But your fuck-ups these days aren't, like, extreme bad fuck Yeah, no. It's not like the lights get cut off tomorrow. Right. <laughs> that right. that was 2016, Kayla. It's, so. like, it's like I can't get the salmon this week, but it's fine. Right. Yeah. It's, I got it's whatever. Because, like, last week I, I ate ramen for, like, three days. Because I was, yes, I was like that. Like the 25 cent pack of ramen? <laughs> yes. That's what I'm talking about. I got a box of beef. Rice and beans, And baby. a box of chicken. Like the flavors and shit. And I was like, we just going to make it rock. And I had the money to get actual groceries or like go out to eat, quote unquote, whatever. But I was like, I have a habit now of saving $50 from each check, like as a cushion. Mm-hmm. So yeah, to that. meet that goal... I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to eat ramen for a the couple days. The thing I love about your platform, far as the Melanated Budget, um, is every Thursday do like a like a pre-check-in. Oh, uh, check Thursday check-in before that check. Yeah. <laughs> and so she'll literally put like how much she's actually saved from the last check going into this next check. So I don't do that on social media, but I did notice that as you go on this journey, it is a lot easier. You look at your pockets like, oh, I didn't spend it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, because then I take that remainder and I'm like, okay, do I want to put that towards debt or do I want to uh, put that towards like my car? It's like, it's it's more options at that point. So well, usually, uh, 
No, I, haven't, <laughs> I, I actually, actually haven't trip. been to Benihana's, like, as a group thing since, like, 2016, 2015. Oh. And I actually went by myself in, like, June, July. And I was like, I really hyped this shit up that hard? Like, it's <laughs> like, it just tastes weird now at this point. Like, I think it was that financial freedom to just do whatever you wanted after college. Yeah. Yeah. But then it was like, hold on, big fella. And yeah. you realize that, oh, I ain't done yet. I got to pay this money off. I don't know. It's, it, it just, the whole mindset of it all just changed for me. So. It's, it's good that you mentioned that, though, because it's like, we caught it. Like, right after we graduate, like, we had fun for, like, our two years, 18 months, like, right after graduating. But other people, they live like that till they're, like, 40, you know? Mm. And it's like, right. thank God we didn't the get gonna into be that. Forever, we good. <laughs> yeah. Then it's like, bro. It's like we came into the knowledge, like, very early, which yeah. is something we should be thankful for. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, uh, we'll kind of get into this a little bit. So, when it comes to finances... Um, we all have, thankfully, we all have some type of parent or influence when it comes to parents. So, I guess I want to find out from you guys, were your parents the ones to, like, positively or negatively teach you about money? I think in a typical black household, the first thing you negatively learn about is bills. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I've been I seeing this, this meme. One. It's like, you know, you know, your parents got a bill if they open and you hear rustling and shit. It's like, if it's not one thing, it's another. Right. Or right. <laughs> that part. <laughs> but um, that don't suck, man. Yeah. I feel like with because I live with my mom for most of my life, um, I would see she had. It wasn't even, like, one notebook. She would write on the back of envelopes of mm-hmm. previously opened bills. Like, okay, I have this much deductions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, like, my first exposure to budgeting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never got a positive vibe from it. It was kind of like, this is what needs to happen, and I'm not sure if I can do that. Um, but just here are the numbers. Because she's very good with numbers. You know, numbers don't fucking lie. Um so sometimes, yeah, we were in the red. Um, but I just, at the time, like, appreciated that she was actually, like, trying to, like, break it down as best as she could. Mm-hmm. Um, with my dad, he would just have, like, the bills piled up on the table and <laughs> unopened as hell. That ain't funny. Um, and that ain't funny at all. It's Basically not. Me. It's <laughs> not. It's <laughs> <just> <laughs> me, like, That's some scary shit. Because <laughs> sometimes I would look at the pile and I'd be like, Should I ask him if he wants me to open these (laughs) or something? Right. Um, But, like, with him, same thing. It was never, like, a positive vibe. Like, he flat out told me, like, don't have kids. And I was like, oh, damn, it's like that. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So you don't own grandkids. Cool. Cool. (laughs) Shit, I'm not about to argue with you. But um, (laughs) I was exposed to, like, knowing about, like, car insurance, health insurance, um, things like that, like, most adulting things but i never understood how to maintain those things Mm -hmm. um Mm. i just understood like those are the things that you pay for in life once you hit a certain age um so i would say positively i was exposed to it early so i would know about it later on um but negatively i had no clue how the fuck to do it Mm. um i was never sat down with and you know walk through a budget or savings or shit like that like i didn't get any of that i was told verbally 
like by my mom she's like save it all mm-hmm. what the fuck does that mean though know? <laughs> right. like how do you mentally train yourself to save every dollar you know yeah. um so yeah I, I didn't get shit <laughs> from my parents so pretty you much. learn from their mistakes than anything yes um okay. i learned to not be fearful about bills it's gonna fucking suck um i i definitely got a bill from my dermatologist in the summer um that i wasn't ready for i didn't know it was coming I remember that. and yeah so then it came and i was like fuck and i didn't <laughs> want to open it but <laughs> i know <laughs> it was like i just i just knew i had to handle it yeah. who else can handle it besides me you know so yeah. had to open a bill had to like break out my budget notebook and i'm like all right i still have some cash left i can just pay it now and mm-hmm. that was it um some I feel like some black parents, they, they tend to, like, treat it like duct tape on the skin. Like, they slowly, slowly keep peeling it off, and it hurts like a bitch instead of just, like, a band you just rip that shit off and fuck it. Um, so, yeah, that's how I treat my finances now, um, differently from my parents. It's just, like, I get it. If I can handle it then and sacrifice now in order to be okay later, then that's what I have to do. So. Mm-hmm. What about you, bro? Uh... My story was kind of like my parents never sat me down either and, like, like taught me, like, oh, this is what comes in. This is what goes out. It was never, like, a formal thing like that. It was more so, like, my dad would go on his runs to pay bills because, you know, it was the 90s, so it wasn't, like, yeah, pay online. Go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go, you gotta go to the right. Yeah. Right. So he would uh, – it, it was always, like, either a Tuesday or a Thursday for some reason, and I don't know why. But he would do his bill runs then. I know he would get, like, because he, he took care of my grandmother's, because, um, you know, she didn't, like, uh, go to these places and pay her bills either. She would give him the money on Monday mm-hmm. for her bills. And then Tuesday, I'll be home Tuesday morning because I would be, like, in PM kindergarten or something like that. So I'd be with him in the mornings, and he'd be like, okay, we're going to pay bills. We go to the AT&T, uh, electric company, um, water company, pay all those bills. And I was just, like, seeing him in action doing it. Like, you have, like, each each thing came in its own envelope, right? So mm-hmm. he had the money specific for that envelope <laughs> inside funny. of that envelope. That's the way I do that. Yeah, Damn. he would do that. I do binder clips. Shut your ass up. Right, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> that, was <laughs> and that was his version of doing the, uh, the clip up. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it was, like, something that had, like, change or whatever like he wouldn't if he didn't want to do the change he would just do the money order go get the money order so i saw him go do that um so it, was, it wasn't like a formal like this is how you pay bills it was more like i hope you're soaking this up because you're gonna do this one day right um but i remember uh like on my birthdays or like in, on christmas when like we would get money and things like that from our relatives as presents my mom she would uh she like go count your money and then tell me how much it is because we're going to put it in the bank for you. So I had a bank account probably when I was, like, eight or nine years old, like, on my eighth birthday or ninth birthday. I was still in elementary school. She got me a bank account because I got, like, $300 for my birthday one year. And it's, like, that's the same account that I have now, even though I went through, like, different bank iterations. So I think I started with, like, MBD. And then it went to, like, LaSalle. <laughs> yeah. So and then Bank One. I, I wasn't with Bank One. I switched to, like, Bank of America. I just remember it switched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was it was all the way back then where she was like, "You taking this birthday money? I'm not letting you spend this on you know your Power Ranger, your your dump trucks that you Damn, want, like none of real? that." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember that. She was like, "You can't spend them. You're because I already had presents too." So she was like, "You can't have everything." She's like, "Put this okay. money up." So That's fair. I was like, "Okay," and then just sat there. And then like I look at like a year later, she's like, "Look, you got 85 cents extra on yeah. top of it." I'm like, "Every single." That's not really 
You know, you're a kid, like 85 cents. Like, I can't get a popsicle for 85 cents. Right. So. <laughs> That's you know how bubble, I felt about you know it. Bubblegum bubble joints is like a dollar. You right. Got the, yeah. Sound like the hedgehog with the bubblegum eyes and everything. Yeah. I hate both of y'all. But, yeah. like, same thing, like, what Jarrell was saying. Like, my mom created, like, bank accounts early as shit for my brother and I. Mm-hmm. I think she made mine when I was, like, 12 or something. Okay. And um, she was like, yeah, here's a bank account. There's this thing called dividends, you know, like, mm-hmm. If you, if you leave uh, money in, in your account for a certain amount of time, it'll compound because of interest and shit like that. Yep. So she was, like, very good at just breaking down, like, the mechanics of it all. Um, both of my parents, actually, because, like, my dad had stocks and things like that. I didn't learn about him having stocks till like, way later. But they were good with breaking down why it works, but just, like, why you should do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, just the incentive to like, you know, you, like you said, you a kid, 85 cents, that don't mean shit. But imagine if you have more money in there. Right, yeah. It it builds up. It just takes time. Right. And like you actually have to invest in yourself first in order to see those gains. So, but I ain't hear none That's of that true. shit. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> same thing, being a kid, you don't really give a fuck like that. You just want the the instant gratification, right. you know. But, yeah. yeah. I think the, I, I listen to you guys' stories and I'm just like, hate y'all like my my parents were so i I will say this i never needed for anything when i was younger yeah um at least until i got to like fifth sixth grade i'll say maybe sixth or seventh grade um because then they went through their whole split thing and then when they split the money splits Mm. and so my mom wanted x y and z take care of herself and it was money for me my dad was playing like this so-called child support thing going on Ooh, then i, I moved and i yeah. was with my auntie mm-hmm. so then she had the rest because it was her three children and then me in the house so she had to ration out the resources she had and i started to see the difference of living in a house with both my parents i was financially well off versus you know a situation where now i'm the extra kid mm-hmm. and it's just like dang like so I can't get them guest jeans. I can only get one pair. Yeah. Or like, you know, you, we couldn't, you can only get like the wings <laughs> because yeah. other pieces of chicken cost more. It was just like, dang, like this is getting real out here. Mm-hmm. But then the most craziest part was I knew, I realized that they had a savings account for me that they had built up for me to go to college. Mm. And, you know, thinking, you know, ninth, seventh grade, like, hey, you know, think I'm better off. I want to go to Michigan State. I want to go somewhere like that. How much money I got saved up for college? Oh, we spent that. Mm-hmm. I was like, you, you spent that on what? Mm-hmm. Uh, drugs. I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my story is a little bit different in terms of what they prepared me for. They more so prepared me for the fact of since I was 14 or 15, you gonna have to get a job. You have to make some things work out. Mm-hmm. So certain things I didn't get to do, like my friends got to do, but I understood early that every dollar that I bring in counts on me. So if I want to go get those Jordans, I need to go shovel some more houses. Some, I need to go shovel snow in some more houses. Or I need to go rake the extra yard of leaves because I'm not getting them Jordan 13s. Mm-hmm. If I don't get that extra house, mm-hmm. so for me it was a little bit different. But 
it was more rewarding to know that I know how to work for every dollar I earn. Um, but that did kind of change a little bit when I got into a real relationship. So with that transition, um, how are you both in relationships with money? Okay, wait. So are you saying, hold up. <laughs> with your boyfriend, oh, your okay, like fiance, that. Okay. your wife, husband, whoever okay. it may be, mm. how are you and your significant other with money? Got you. Okay, I'm like, you mean me and my bread? Or like me and him <laughs> with the bread? Okay, got you. Okay, <laughs> so um, me and him, we, we have open talks about money. Um, okay. Because he was he's been in the military for almost six years. Okay. So he went into the military to pay off his student loans. Got he it. had only been at Wayne State for not even two years, and the loans were just so high because he had loans for himself and he had uh, plus loans that he told his parents like he would pay off because obviously they couldn't pay it. You know. Right. Um. That's so story. that's a whole nother story. Good. Oh so yeah. he went into the whole as like Air Force. Yeah. Um. And then he was paying them down, kind of bullshitting. And then I graduated, and then we went through the whole financial peace thing. So I was like, shit, now I need to. I had like credit card debt, um, personal loans from like my family, himself included. Um, and I had like my uh, car lease and student loans. So I was like, this shit needs to go. Like, whatever I can do now while I have the, you know, the salary to be able to handle it now i'm gonna fucking do it so i was knocking shit out like i paid off my credit card debt in like three months i paid back my family and my boyfriend in like two um got all my bills current within like a month or two shit like that like i was banging it out he was like damn shit now i need to look at my loans again because it's like he was already paying them off because obviously he wasn't in school anymore Mm -hmm. but he just had that mentality of like uh, I'm doing what I can, you know? Right. But then I was telling him, like, hey, you know, I'm putting, like, damn near two grand a month towards my debt. And, like, I'm just, like, banging him out. He was like, shit. So then he, like, upped his um, money towards his student loans, and he paid them off. Uh, he paid them off this year. That's what's up. And um, that was it. And he was like, that was such a good feeling, you know? to just not have to owe anybody anymore. So mm-hmm. now that motivates me because, like, we, we both, in a sense, motivated each other to just, like, get this shit out the way because we want to travel. Like, we want to get, like, a nice house. Um, I already told him I want, like, a deep-ass tub that I can, like, drown in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, when I'm taking baths and shit. <laughs> um, okay. So, like, we just have all these goals, but in order to reach those goals, you have to talk about money. You have to you make know? sacrifice, yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, I've... I'm always telling him, like, I want to put 20% down on whatever house we get. Like, I want to have money set aside for whatever, like, nigglet I pop out, you know. I don't want no bullshit (laughs) 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 when they come into the world because I want to do better than how my parents did it. Not saying, like, they did a shitty job or anything, but that's the whole point of doing better than the last generation, you know, in Mm -hmm. terms of, like, wealth and, like, preparing your kids for the next steps um we don't tell each other exactly how much we have in our accounts or anything like that um i mean obviously i tell because i'm on social media and shit like that so you can clearly see where i'm at but um he's more like private about it but i don't feel offended 
obviously because we don't share accounts, we're not married, whatever the fuck. Right. I mean, but, that makes um, sense. yeah, but in terms of like um, savings and you know, like traveling to see each other and shit like that, it's like an open conversation. Um, because flights cost money. Mm-hmm. driving there costs money no matter what you do it's going to cost money yeah so it's kind of like if you don't have it i'll come in to help you but you need to be open about telling me otherwise i won't know so um it'll be three years together this december Aww. and yeah it's just been very open about money um we both kind of had like the same upbringing okay. so um we're still like learning about money and like what we want to do. I want to do stocks. He's kind of a little iffy about it and shit like that. But um, he wants his own business and things like that. So it's kind of like, how can we have multiple streams of income to like better suit our wants and needs at the same time? So I feel like our relationship with money is is pretty great. Um, he's it's usually called like who's the uh the spender or the the saver or something like that who's the free spirit and who's the nerd yeah that yeah. shit because <laughs> i'm definitely a free spirit i'm <laughs> more i'm more the nerd in terms of like the budgeting and shit like that because he can do it in his head but he'll be like a free spirit and he's like oh i'm satisfied and then that's it i'll if i go free spirit spirit i'm free spirit for days like <laughs> <laughs> like woo. I remember <laughs> it was that one Saturday. It's the weekend of our anniversary. Oh my god! We went crazy. That shit. We went was to the terrible. Apple Orchard. <laughs> we got like hella samples of like hard cider. Yes. <laughs> then we went to go get Thai, uh-huh. and then Kayla's like, "Oop, I want a nose ring." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> but okay, let's y'all went though. And y'all go. got let's, tats. Let's okay. Go. Let's go get tattoos. Let's do it. <laughs> so we actually got matching tattoos that day. It was yeah. just like, all right. I'm scared to check my bank account <laughs> tomorrow or Monday because yeah. it's going to be like, hold on, big fella. You broke, big fella. <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like just you, you don't need to know every single transaction if you are trying to, like, marry that person or mm-hmm. something like that. But you need to understand where they are in terms of how they view money, how mm-hmm. they um, treat their money and things like that. So it can, it can be very personal. But um, I feel like the earlier you bang it out, understand where they are the easier it'll be to determine whether or not you two like fit together so we're definitely we've already talked about like are we going to have like joint accounts or not Mm. like are we going to do it where we pay everything equally or we do it based on like income ratios so um it's just an evolving conversation so with that i'm not scared of having money with somebody else I feel like as an individual, I'm pretty comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but having him as a like a future spouse, I think will be pretty okay. So. Mm-hmm. Damn, I'm scared to shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be scared. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> that's cool. No, for me, uh, like when I first got into a relationship with uh, my wife, it was like 2013, and so. I was the person who always wanted. I, I was building up a shoe collection, right? So I had shoe collection. Yeah. Oh so God. all what the kind of, what kind of shoes you had, bro? So I had the Jordan threes, the Jordan fourteens. Listen, he got the whole like list. Two Look. pairs of sevens. Bro. I had uh, a, <laughs> I had a pair of thirteens, uh, and then uh, I had like some like forces or some Air Maxes here and there. So, <laughs> but that was I was spending probably like. Uh, annually, like on a yearly basis, from like 2010 to 2012, I probably spent at least like 
$1,000 on shoes every year. Man, I thought you was about to say like 10 grand. Like uh, that's, like, that's still ridiculous that's though. Bad. That's still yeah. ridiculous though. It depends I, on what you spend the rest of your money. I would on. get I would get like a pair of a pair a month or maybe two pairs a month and miss a month. So it's just like they all started at like 160. So it's like 12 pairs a year, 11 pairs a year, maybe 10. So it's like a thousand easily. Mm. But um So I kind of have a counter to that. <laughs> I'll let you finish. No, I was going to say like so coming into a relationship, I I was already prepared um, with knowing that I had to, like, cut out some stuff. It's just It was just me, like, training myself. Oh, this is my first, you know, big relationship I've ever been in. So I'm going to use this as the catalyst for me to, like, cut down on me being, like, selfish with my spending because this could potentially be the person I'm going to marry. Mm-hmm. So it was just, like... It's you your know, first real relationship? It was my first real one, yeah. That's what's up. Damn, you doing it's this exactly. well, my guy? Like, damn. <laughs> it's the one. Right. Yeah. I messed this one up. We need more of you. Sorry, go ahead. I, yeah, I was 20. Well, how old was I? I was 22. Wow. And I was just like. And you was about it, about it. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was, I was. was just like, I can't wait to stay. I was I can't mess up. My parents going to be so mad at me if I mess up. Like, my biggest fear is, like, like uh, having a kid. As soon as I got to college, and I don't know why that was my fear, but that was my fear. So because of that, I was just like, I'm not messing with no, no, no girls when I go to Wednesday. I was like, I'm not messing with anybody when I get to Wednesday. I'm gonna go to the class and I'm gonna come home, and that's it. If I get a job, that'd be nice. So you are that, way better than I. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was my mind state. Let <laughs> me talk about that later. Hey, you, wait, 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 wait. Keep, keep going. Shut up. All right. That was my state though, coming to Wayne State. So, but yeah, I use my my relationship with her as like a way for me to like cut down like all of my like spending. So I quit buying shoes every That's month. Uh, um, at the same time, I just got a car, so that was a part of it too. Because now I had you know tags and gas and insurance every month and all of those car costs. So that played into it a little bit too. Because I was just like, you know, why would I? have a new pair of shoes but then i have a car sitting in the driveway that can't run like that doesn't make mm-hmm. sense so it was just like coming into like that uh, like oh, mature mindset yeah mm-hmm. definitely like making a list of priorities um so if, like coming into our relationship i use that as a way to you know stop spending money um as we got deeper to our relationship um even the beginning stages of our relationship i realized that we were always going out to eat and i was like you know i'm spending like 30 dollars at starters on a tuesday night Start and go to <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> we, we would be at Fairlane, and it's like, oh, okay, right. oh starters is right there. Yeah, like, oh, you I want some you. Alfredo? Get you some Alfredo. Treat yourself. <laughs> like, <laughs> treat yourself. <laughs> Saturday, baby. It's on me. It was like that, and then like, like that first year of us being together, I was like, we spend so much money on food, like we can't do that. Um, so we started cutting it back, and then now that we live together, it's become easier, um, because we just like like buy our groceries make a grocery list like oh we're spending you know sixty dollars off this check on groceries um and then we learn how to like make uh like you know you buy like a what, eight like pair like a five pound pack of chicken like chicken breast boneless breast it's like oh use half of that pack to make you know chicken alfredo use the other two to make you know some, some type of like baked chicken whatever chicken parmesan so it's like we learn how to like take like one thing and then like make many meals out of it so that's one way that we save money um diversify <laughs> right <laughs> we actually had the conversation yesterday i was like when was the last time we actually went out to like eat and it was just like we was like this is november right now i think the last time we actually like went out and actually stared at each other across the table on like a, like actually eating at a restaurant was probably like august 
Damn, it was I was like, like, we went to New Orleans, right? Yeah, basically. It was like, we Damn. haven't really been out since we went to New Orleans. So, yeah. I mean, it's been like, oh, you know, go get like a $10 pizza here, you know, $5. Yeah, y'all taking that to the crib. Yeah. I'm going to sit down. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, it was like, we ain't really, you know, spent like, you know, $80 or $60 on a meal in a long time. So, I think mm-hmm. we're doing all right. But it's still definitely like a learning process of trying to cut back other stuff, too. You know, I'm trying to find out other stuff that I could cut out. So. Mm-hmm. See, I think the key thing about when you have a relationship and you have money, especially from the male perspective, is it's already bad enough. We don't have to share shit. Right. Like, we don't want to share how we feel. We don't want to share what's going on in our lives. We damn sure don't want to tell you how much money we made this check because we're going to give you a number. Mm-hmm. And I know this because this is where I came from. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm looking at So <laughs> I remember when we, me and Elena first started dating, and, you know, I was used to always having myself. Like, my mom was doing her whatever crazy stuff she was doing, so I let her let her be. But I had also, my car had broke down. And this all comes to fruition, I promise. I'll make it quick. But my car broke down, I had to get another car. So I had to get in the Ford Fusion. We all know the story about the Ford Fusion. My That's God. Fusion. <laughs> that was 2010. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, ever since then, I've had money woes because... I got this, I financed this fusion when I was like a sophomore or junior in college. I was also pledging Alpha Phi Alpha. I was doing all this different stuff, and I was just like, <laughs> I ain't got the income to make to make, keep this going. And so I legit, I gave the card to my mom because she was getting on my nerves, and I didn't have a place to stay, and I was just like, <laughs> I ain't got no <laughs> money. And so, um, you know, it's all starting the time. I was like, you know what? I really like this girl, but I can't take her on dates and stuff, blah, blah, blah. But I can be creative. I can use the money I got and make meals and stuff. And so I eventually got my own place through college, got my refund check, got a, got an apartment on campus, started working like crazy hours out on campus. Then I got a co-op. So I've gradually, gradually started making more money. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, as a man, whatever, I was making this money, it was just like, Cool, make more money now. But now my girlfriend's going to keep asking me how much money I got because we're going to go do stuff. So I'm going to just give her a number because I want her to know how much money I got. And I only was that way because I see how my parents' relationship was. So my mom was, first off, I learned money from them when they were getting divorced. So my mom would get any dollars she could from this guy. Mm. And so I took that as like, women ain't shit. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna keep this money to myself and I'm gonna tell her I got this much when I got that. Mm. And so then I have my own spending money, right? So if I wanna go buy food, if I wanna go buy some J's, I wanna go buy whatever, I go do that. If I wanna surprise her with a gift, that was a key thing. If I wanna go surprise her with a gift, she ain't know I had this money to begin with, so boom, gift. Mm-hmm. But over time I realized it's one thing to cheat like with another person against your significant other like whether it be emotionally whether it be physically etc but it's a whole different level when you cheat financially oh i've already told james yeah. you fuck with our money i'm leaving Be-yo. you <laughs> like, like dude like that's that's such that's such a level of like Especially it is now. It is now, too, because we're very conscious of where every dollar goes. If I get a notification on my phone, like, beep, you got, like, a withdrawal or X, Y, and Z for, like, he loves, like, leather jackets. Like, a leather jacket, Mm 
I'm flipping shit. Like, especially. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, bro. I remember, um, that's how I knew we had to change some things. I remember when I first got, when I first graduated from college, I moved away to start my career. And so that was the opportunity. It was like, we're going to move you. We're going to pay for your expenses to move and all that good stuff. So I moved. And I remember, like, I think it was getting ready for, like, a conference or something. Like, and it was beginning of the semester. And I was like, oh, I got a little extra money. I want to go buy myself some gym shoes because I'm about to go on this trip. I'm about to go to Cali. I want some new gym shoes, right? So I bought these gym shoes. And we got to Cali. I didn't tell her at all. I didn't tell her a damn thing. We got there, and she's like, Nigga, you bought some shoes? You fucked up. These was like hundred something dollars. You fucked up. Like she was pissed. <laughs> and at that moment, like outside of the PlayStation, outside of the other stuff I bought prior to, because I had extra money, I was like, I'm about to marry this woman. I can't be doing this shit no more. <laughs> like I might as well go mess with another girl. Like she gonna cut you in your sleep. You right. You might shit. as well go all the way. Right. Keisha Cole stuff. But <laughs> I should have cheated. But oh, um, like I felt like I needed to do better because when you when you get into a marriage, you're forming that union, and literally everything that you all do affects each other, especially with money. Because we have these big goals, I want to get that big house. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to go get my next car to be like, I paid cash for this, mm-hmm. my name on it, nobody else's. Right. Like, I want to pay off this Ford Fusion, which we have. Hey. And so, I want to get to that place where I can be very transparent with her when it comes to my dollars and cents. Yeah. And so, when it comes to money and relationships now, I think that we're a lot better. But two years ago, I was swiping for Taco Bell, and it was terrible. <laughs> so I, I knew at that moment that if I'm going to risk it all with a credit card and some Taco Bell, I need to get my life together Yo, ASAP. when Elena told me <laughs> that fucking story about that Taco Bell and his expenses oh on God. that credit card, because I was like, how mu- what was it for? Like, what was it all for? Was it something? She this said, was it that? It was like, mm. Taco Bell. My soul left my body. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, where's Kayla going? Oh, no, nope, she's still there. Her soul's gone. <laughs> like, I was literally sliding for Taco Bell. I knew I'm playing at that, that point in on time. your tombstone night. <laughs> Swiping for Taco Bell. Oh, what, it was Chalupa? Or was it? Nah, it, it was uh, <laughs> the grilled stuffed burrito. Okay. Ooh. No beans, no guac. Okay. <laughs> no bullshit. Okay. But, um, but yeah, so I knew I'm going to realize right then and there, if we're going to build this future together, that I need to be transparent with every single dollar and cent we have. And so I can definitely say right now in our relationship, we're much better because we've done a lot of dope stuff. We've paid off debt so far. We're about a year and some change away from being completely debt free. And that's accelerated over this long drawn out crap that parents used to be like, no, just keep the loans and don't pay those. You're going to die with loans. I was like, yo, mama gonna die alone. I ain't down with nothing, damn it. First off, right. you ain't shit. <laughs> that part. So I'm very excited about that part of it. And um, you know, so here we are today. Um, but we kind of touched on something. I wanna this is like the real meat and potatoes of what we're here for. When it comes to our fellas, we are so protective with money for various reasons. Maybe it's you seen your dad get played by your mama when it came to money, mm-hmm. or you was always told. That as a man, you got to keep a dollar in your pocket mm-hmm. because you always got to use a pay phone. They stopped using those, by the way. Mm-hmm. And so you were, it was something just as a man, you always have to have money. 
and you never tell somebody how much money you make. Mm-hmm. So I guess my question is kind of the burning question, if you will, is my phone unlocks. <laughs> Why doesn't our culture or our men like to talk about money? Hmm. Whoever goes first. Well, I don't have a dick, but like <laughs> I mean, you you have a boyfriend though. I know. <laughs> like, and so I'm just I, putting that disclaimer out there. Like by no means am, am I saying how I know how you guys think or what y'all like. I mean, you through. can offer that different perspective because you have to date a guy that yeah has money. Um, I would say for him, it's it's kind of like um, if I'm not deciding on you to be my life partner you don't need to know all my financials um so it's just setting boundaries in that case and to me that's that's a respectful thing to do because i would do the same if i don't really know you like that or i don't see a future with you i'm not about to tell you shit so in that regard like with james that's how i would like describe it as um i would say with my dad um, same shit. He had to pay child support for two kids. Um, exactly. So <laughs> I think for each one of us, it was nine hundred a pop a month. Um, Dang, how much was he banking? Well, he's an engineer. Oh, exactly. So like, <laughs> <yeah>. he catchy. <laughs> uh, Sorry. At the time he was working at Ford, um, it wasn't like no big depression or shit like that going on. So he was making some decent money. Um. And yeah, so my mom was getting like eighteen hundred a month from my dad in terms of child support. So I feel like, besides other reasons, I feel like he never really wanted to like speak to us sometimes because it was kind of like just seeing dollar signs over our heads and shit. Uh, kind of like, like the sense, yeah. Because so <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're you're you fucked up, and now you have to be um physically responsible for your fuck up for what 11 years technically 13 because my brother's two years younger than me you know so um i feel like that was one of the reasons why he was like you know i don't want to hear like shit about you having kids or nothing (laughs) like that um because it it just got very expensive even just taking a taking care of a kid normally is very expensive Mm -hmm. and to be looked at as like the breadwinner as the provider and to still have to take care of your own house. And then he remarried. Um, I had a stepsister at the time, all this other shit. Um, I think it was just a lot of pressure. And even when I would ask him his own daughter, like, Hey, you know, how much do you make as I was getting older, looking into engineering as a uh, potential career path, he'd be like, I'll tell you. <laughs> it's like, well, like, why not? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I'm not gonna, you know, you know, become a bank robber and go straight to your account and take your shit. Like, I'm just trying to understand um the possibilities. Like, what can I do? Um, is it worth it? You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, I think with my dad it was just very uh very hectic, very not even traumatizing, just <laughs> just bullshit. <laughs> like, because there's no way out. You're going to go to fucking jail if you don't pay this shit, you know? So right. I think that led him being to very, like, secretive. Besides, like, um, being frustrated and ashamed and the guilt of it all, you know? 
you don't want to talk about money because you just keep seeing all your money go to like someone you're not even with anymore. Yeah. You know? So I think that for black men, it can be a lot of bitterness behind money. And you're just trying to, especially in a world set up to not even fuck with you as is, right. you don't want other people telling you what to do, especially with your money. So, because I know like some black women or even black men, like if you are gay or anything like that, um, they might be like, oh, you don't need that. You don't need this. What about like, oh, what do I want? And like, how come you don't treat me like this when I know you make X, Y, and Z? So mm -hmm. it's like to avoid the conversation completely, you just shut down and just yeah. keep everybody out. And sometimes, like you were talking about, Rich, like sometimes you can get over that when you find someone special enough, but other times some men just never get past that shit. And it just sticks with them, like, forever. You look at your pockets and you look at your girl and be like, well, she ain't shit in you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> tell you shit. You like, never get <laughs> It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a big deal. Um, what about you, bro? So, like, why do we stress about it? Yeah, why do men, like, our culture kind of, like, especially our men kind of suffer with, like, money issues? I think it's because we always feel like we never have enough. <laughs> um, but we're not actually. Them J's, huh? Yeah, I think like <laughs> like from both of our perspectives, like we were talking about, like uh, we weren't actually like sat down and had like a formal, you know, like male bonding or parents bonding and doing like a rites of passage on like a finance type of type of uh, content. So it's kind of like we have to like learn by trial and error, and uh, that's not the best way to learn. Cause it's like, cause it's like you probably like fell a lot in the beginning, and then like, Hella error. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so <laughs> it's like we we're not taught, and um, and then like once we do come into like the understanding, I think, like for me when I came into the understanding of it, I got really really mad. Like how you like you know spoke about how like you know you want to go to college and you asked like you know how much money was in the account. I just thought of another reason why I got mad, but I'm gonna let you finish. Okay, <laughs> like for me, it really it just pissed me off all over again. <laughs> for me, I got mad like when I like because like our parents always preach college to us, college, college, go get a degree, and it's like okay, I'm gonna do exactly what my parents say because you're supposed to listen to your parents, right? You're supposed to yeah, honor supposed them and to. everything like that. Unless their advice is trash. <laughs> mm -hmm. But it's like we we did that, or like you know, for my situation, I did that, and it's like oh, at the end, I got a piece of paper and like 30k in loans. You know, mm -hmm. it's like I did what she told me to do, and it set me back. Like, um, so it was like a little bit of like, like I was angry. Cause I was like, I did everything my parents told me to do, and here I'm. I'm not even starting at the start line. I'm behind the starting line. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, you go through that angry phase, I think, and then just try to like educate yourself on it, and then it's like a lot of work to like get back to the starting line. <laughs> like I'm right. still not ever at the starting line yet, which is making me angry just thinking about it right now. But I'm gonna try to be cheerful. But um, go for it. I think. Another thing is that, like, I think, like, as as guys, like, we're taught that our value is what we earn, mm -hmm. right? And it's mm -hmm. like if you look and you see that, like, you don't, you don't, you don't earn a lot, or like you don't have what you want in your account, it's like. It creates, like, a, an anxiety. It creates, like, you know, anger in you where it's like, oh, I only got, like, I get paid this every week. I only got this much in the account. 
you know, I want to be what I see on TV. You know, I want to have a yacht. I want to have this. I want to have that. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, I only got like 3000 in the account. <laughs> like, so I'm not now, like. If that. I remember <laughs> right. she was like 25. So, so. <laughs> right. so it's like. Either that or a used car. So mm-hmm. it's like, you don't see, you don't see like the value in yourself, even though like we're taught like what we earn is what our value is. So it's like, I'm only worth $3,000. Like. It's a big, you don't see that, like, your potential. You see, like, oh, it's a big gap between $3,000 and having a million. That's what you see. You see the gap. You don't see, like, the possibilities and opportunities. So I think that's a level of frustration and stress, too. Mm. I think for me, where my source of stress used to come from when it came to money is that, (laughs) and this is going to sound real messed up, so I'm going to just say it. I think my mother told me when I was younger that, don't trust women because they ain't shit. Mm. And that's real I looked to the at point. that and I'm just <laughs> like, but you're a woman. Does that mean you ain't shit either? Like, I didn't ask her this because right, right. I, was, I was a child, child. She would have did the white man blink at you. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, and so I started to see her actions. I started to see, one, how she paid her bills, which was some good and some bad also see what she did to my father now granted they went to a divorce through a divorce so that some of that was gonna happen anyway but when i literally seen this man's life like quality of life go down because of her i'm like damn i ain't never let that shit happen to me mm-hmm. like i don't care who it is i don't care how in love i am because the moment that young change it's a wrap now their relationship failed for some other reasons mm-hmm. so i think i'm good in that department mm-hmm. but I saw that and I saw just like different examples than I've seen it in hip hop. I've seen it like in the music that we listen to. I've seen it on TV and I'm just like, nope, mm-mm, because you're going to get married and then you're going to get divorced. That's the normal. It's going to happen that way. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, let's, you need to change the whole narrative about that. So for myself, I said, you know what? I'm going to take the lessons that I learned from my parents and I'm not going to have that same mindset, especially when it comes to money. Right. Uh, I remember particularly the example that really pissed me off was I remember when my car broke down permanently and I had to get a new car. And I was in the process of looking for a new car. And I found a total of three vehicles that I absolutely could afford right then and there. I could put this money down for a down payment for, for a Fusion. Put that to the side. You can either get, uh, I think it was like an all-white GMC Sierra. What the fuck, Rich? For like 2700 Okay. I had 3000 in cash. Okay. Cash. That, I just heard I heard Sierra and I just flip shit. Like, what the fuck? Okay. Listen. Okay. I could afford it. Okay. <laughs> Especially all the moving I had to end up doing the next, next year anyway. Okay. Anyway. Or, like my father said, you can either go that route or you can get you a Ford Focus. You'll have a car that's paid off. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing you want right now being in college. Mind you, he barely finished high school. So, him telling me that, I was just saying, like, you don't even know what you're talking about because you didn't go to college. Being stupid as shit. I'm so mad. <laughs> I didn't take that last piece of advice from him before he passed. And I got this fusion. I'm just like, my mom mind fucked me into getting this car. Like, that's how I felt. And I literally felt the anxiety of having to pay that bill, having to give her the keys to this car, having to steal the car back to get it back because she wasn't paying the bill. And all this other stuff until I paid it off. So when I say I'm excited that I paid this for a few months, (laughs) my God, I'm excited. I paid this car off and I can't wait to get rid of it for like 10 cents. I don't care. But at the end of the day, like, 
you know, that whole mindset of just negative things that happen in our lives, especially mm-hmm. when it came to, you know, topics of finances and money. Mm-hmm. It's just like those things from a black male perspective can shape how you feel about money. Yeah. And this all goes into the general thing that we say every single time we get here. Don't be afraid to actually speak your mind what's going on. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you could go through something and it could be traumatic. But by you just speaking about it and getting over there gradually instead of holding it all in, mm-hmm. can avoid you making some dumbass decisions and right. dumb mistakes when it comes to money. Like holding all your money to go buy them J's because they cold as hell. <laughs> <laughs> or like, I'm going to use this last X amount of dollars up to my credit card to go get this number three. <laughs> like, it's absolutely trash to think that way. And so, um, with all that being said, if you had one piece of advice to give the fellas in terms of how to deal with stress when it comes to money, what would it be? I would say limit what you take on. Like, you know, some stuff, you know, we don't you don't have, like, the liquid cash for it, right? Like, mm-hmm. we, we don't have, like, you know, trust funds. We don't, like, in our culture, we don't have bar mitzvahs, right? Like, <laughs> what are those? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but other cultures, you know, people are set up for when they're, like, 13, 14, you know, they have parties where they get like 50 grand in cash and things like that. We don't have that in our culture. So we have to be smart about um, like the lifestyle that we start off living. Right. We shouldn't be trying to, like how you said, like I think one of the stretches that you put on there was um, we try to impress people by like the material things that we have. Right. So it's like, <laughs> we should just try to like basically like live. I'm not gonna say as frugal as possible, but you know, be smart about what you take on as far as things that affect your credit. Um, like, like for student loans, right? Like if I always say if I could do college over again, I probably wouldn't even go to college. Hmm. I would, I would do like a trade and because I see people like that have trades making the same amount of money that I'm making now. And it's like, Listen. I could have went to that heating and cooling school and paid like $5,000 for nine months, got a certificate and been making like 60 to 70 K like, two months after I finished my nine-month course of certification. Mm-hmm. So I probably would have went that route, being, like, knowing, like, how finances work now. Because it wasn't about, like, to me, like, I don't really, I'm not a person who, like, has to, like, strive to be the CEO. Like, I'm fine with, you know, just, I like family, you know? Like, if you're a CEO, you're never home. Like, I don't need that lifestyle. I don't want that type of commitment to work. I like spending time with family. So I would have went that route because it's, like, I don't need this, like, high career. Like, I don't need, like, status, you know. I just want my fair pay <laughs> so I can, that's like, it. go home at night. So that's it. That's that's one of the things that, like, I would have done differently. I wouldn't even been an engineer probably. Well, but, I will um, say this for you. I'm glad you went the college route because, one, we probably would have never met. But then the yeah. most important part for your life is you probably wouldn't have met Gabby. So That's true. That's true. That's true. You got to look at it from that perspective too, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess it's worth the loans. Yeah, thirty k got a wife. (laughs) She worth the debt. Let's do it. (laughs) We can rock with it. (laughs) But no, I definitely hear you on that because you know now one thing I will say I'm glad that college afforded me the opportunity to be where I am today Mm -hmm. because it got again it got me those relationships I love Um, the people I probably give the actual shits about I have around me all the time now, Um, but most importantly. It doesn't give me that glass, that close of a glass ceiling. So, when it comes to certain decisions that need to be made at work, or certain things that I can actually have the power to do, and like, you know, outside of the walls of my office, I can do 
just because of my job title. Mm-hmm. And I don't try to use the card unless I absolutely need to. Mm-hmm. But just the other day we were on the job and uh, they said you got to call the police or something to you know, let them know we're shutting down the whole neighborhood block. And uh, I told them, I was like, I just wanted to make sure you guys were good with that. He was like, make sure I'm good. You the engineer. <laughs> I'm nobody. <laughs> you got this. And I was like, damn, I got the juice. <laughs> All this debt was worth it, bro. I hate you so So, much. I mean, you have to look at it from that standpoint of the steps that you've taken to get to where you are now is for some type of reason. Mm-hmm. That's true. So. I would say. What about your gems, Madam Eve? Like, <laughs> like how Jarrell was saying, I would say be present in the reality that you live in. Mm. Like. I like that. Looking at TV and social media and all that shit, that, that's the fucking, like, highlight reel for people's lives, mm-hmm. famous or not, you know? And to highlight reel. to think Write that, down. that <laughs> <laughs> to think that you can just have that with no work behind it or no bar mitzvahs and shit <laughs> like that going right. on. Like, to just think, like, with a snap of the finger on some Thanos shit, you're just going to have it, you know? <laughs> That's not how it works. I hate that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Keep going. Collect all the financial stones. <laughs> financial stones. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that part. But um, yeah, it's just understanding and accepting the financial situation that you're in right then and there, and saying, okay, I don't like this shit. I want to be cash as fuck. <laughs> okay, just making a plan, actually taking those next steps. It's not just going to happen to you on a whim. Mm-hmm. on some bullshit like you actually have to work for it are you even going to achieve that level that you're seeing all the time no because that should be fake as fuck most times <laughs> too is. so just understanding like you can strive for other things and remove all that stress of feeling like you're not where you're supposed to be because you're trying to reach this just this um stupid ass standard that is. you know mm-hmm. um just do what you can with what you have and grow it that way. Um, I say always, like, because I always say, too, like, even if you got that money, you would still be on that bullshit. Like, you wouldn't have anything to show for it right. still besides material. Mm-hmm. You would be just still another motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> with nothing because you couldn't manage what you had then. How are you supposed to manage what you have now? So, yeah, just just get your shit together. <laughs> like, and that's it. Just work towards a realistic goal. Mm-hmm. And then once you get to that goal, then make another realistic goal and just keep it going. Mm-hmm. I would say, and I'm glad you both said that. You kind of took some of my thoughts. So I'm going to just drop this one on that note. Um, I would say to make sure that whatever it is you do to make the money, hopefully it's legal. Whatever you do to make this money, right? (laughs) Make sure you love what you do and do what you love to do, because you can find a way to get paid for it. Um, Another reason that Henry Health and um, the Reclaim Our Strength campaign talked about money and finances is because they said that black men aren't afforded sometimes the opportunities that they want to have successful careers um, and make the money that they want. But that's sometimes because they're trying to live to some standard of making all this money. Mm-hmm. But I remember when I got my job offer, I was told I'd probably make the least amount of like my previous two jobs on an annual basis. And I've already succeeded like 
making more than both of those jobs on an annual basis. So, like, if you love what you do and you don't mind putting extra time into it, you'll find a way to get paid for it. It's not a reason to stress. Mm-hmm. Um, I do realize other people have those stresses, and my brother, I understand that shit might be extremely hard, but at the end of it, you have to realize that you can get paid to do what you love to do. So you might as well do what you love to do and don't waste your time going to get a degree mm-hmm. in basket weaving because that shit ain't going to get you nowhere. <laughs> so <laughs> at the end of the day, you have to be real with yourself and look at, all right, this is what I actually want to do. This is what I got to do to get there. This is life is going to afford me. Bet. I ain't got to answer to this person. I might have to answer to that person, but it's all good. So that being said, stress, men, and money are synonymous at times, but just about being open and being transparent and, again, speaking your mind, seeing what's on your mental, you can legit get to the place you want to be at and not stress about, like, how much money you got in your pocket because you worry about that. NBA players, (laughs) NFL players, all that stuff, they are stressed out, too, and they make Mm -hmm. millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. So money ain't everything. If they roll that ankle, it's a wrap. Listen. (laughs) Somebody gave you that fillet one time. <laughs> it's <laughs> over. Look at them ankles, bro. Oh my god. So, so yeah, that's all I got. I don't know what y'all got, but uh, I'm hungry and that's all I got too. <laughs> Just budget, y'all. Shit, that's make all sure I got. You budget. budget. If you need tips on budgeting, make sure you check out our homie right here, Madam EP at the Melanated Budget. On all social media platforms, especially Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And it's a podcast, too. And don't listen to it yet. Don't listen to it yet. <laughs> Until I pay SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you go check out from episode one on through. Of the no, it ain't even budget. one. You know, they, you know, if you run out of time. What they so do? Episode one ain't there. It's there. Bruh. It's what? not visible. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Don't listen yet. <laughs> if anything, start at episode listen. 10 and then work backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Go find the Melanated Budget on SoundCloud. <laughs> Listen through it. I can promise you're going to find some gems. And we're going to figure out this whole network piece. So we ain't got to worry about that no more, Kayla. Look, I'm trying to, you know, prioritize, okay? Like Listen, what we talked about. It's going to happen. Watch. 2019, the network is coming. I'm putting it out there. Let's go. Stay tuned. Um. So, yeah. Anything before we uh, turn lights off, man? I'm looking forward to Going over the third stressor. The third one? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about that. All right. Cool. <laughs> All right. So, we're going to continue this series. There's three more to talk about, so make sure you catch up on the Mental Matters Podcast, on SoundCloud, on iTunes. Rate us on iTunes. We would love to hear how we're doing. And make sure you check us out on all social media platforms at the Mental Matters Podcast. And that's it. Thanks for having me, y'all. It's a show. Bye. 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 Hit the button.